Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to The Instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Instance, episode 606 of said instance. It's Tuesday, June 30th, 2020, last day of the month. I'm Scott Johnson, joined as always by Patrick Beja in France. Hello, Patrick. What? What? Are you no. not in France? Sorry, what? you're in you're in fin- Finland. Finland. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. I am from France, but I'm currently in Finland. Yeah. Did uh, you so- did you did you know we're here recently? There was some talk that um certain uh high government officials thought that Finland was under Russian control. Can you confirm <laughs> yes. or deny that Russia does does or does not control Finland? Can you confirm that? Uh I will not. However, I will relay the answer of uh, the Finnish uh, government officials who said, to be fair, we also thought that was the case uh, since 2017 for the U.S. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, that I think uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, All right. Send your emails to the Finnish president, not us. We didn't say it. They, they said that it. Was, that was actually the prime minister, uh, and she is awesome. She's been managing everything she is pretty in great. this crisis wonderfully, and yeah. Is she also transparent? You can see her heart beating like a baby fish, like all the finish? No, I think she, she has brown hair, which means her pigmentation is less oh. uh, translucent than the rest of the population. All right, well, this clears everything up. Also with us, of course, Garrett Weinzerl from Florida. He's Florida man. Speaking, hi. Speaking of translucent pigmentation, hi, everybody. <laughs> Whatever, man. You you tan up okay. I've seen pictures. Actually, yeah. You do all right. So Not me. Yep. I'm just I'm just going to keep the weird topical conversation going by saying <laughs> I did hazard a beach visit this past weekend. Oh, good. Oh, did you really? That's that's good. Did it? How? I'm just curious from a crowd perspective. How did that look to you there? Uh, we purposely went later in the day mm-hmm. to to avoid the afternoon rush, and there was there were very few people there. It was extremely spread out. I never got within 12 feet of a person that wasn't my wife. That's good. You should always stay within 12 feet of your wife and that much away from everyone else. I'm into that metric. It's pretty good. This is this is not also. Uh, uh, I would not. This is not me saying you should go to the beach. No, no, you're not <laughs> encouraging this. You're just saying you went to the beach. That's it. No, no. This is just me saying that I personally have have reached a breaking point where I need to go outside a little bit. You needed something. I got it. My wife went to St. George today with her friends for the same reason. So I am here holding down the fart, as they say. Anyway, they don't say as that. you say. As I say, maybe. Um, all right, we're gonna get right into it. We got stuff to talk about. So enjoy. All right. First, uh, a little handout to the to folks who are still playing WoW Classic, which are plenty. And there are plenty of you playing WoW Classic. And I'm happy for you. And I'm excited that you're about to get the Gates of Encourage. You're not about to get. You actually got it yesterday in the EU. No, no, no It's in July. It's in July. Oh, I misread this. I thought it was. Oh, for this no, whole time. Your, I thought it was J, June. You're getting your four letter J months mixed up. It's all a big <laughs> schmear of time anyway. Okay, so you do have time. July 28th here in the States, 29th in the EU. 
is when you're getting it. I was thinking it was yesterday. All right, well, that's good. Anyway. And, and that's yeah. very important that we have, uh, you know, pre, uh, we're noticed ahead, we're told. Mm -hmm. uh, we have advance notice. Yeah, what that's what you're trying to say. to say. Those are the words you're trying to make. Uh, no, that's good. But you guys get stuff early usually, so it's kind of nice to see that not happen this time. I don't know why, just for competitive reasons. I love, I yeah, love they Europe. Just, they, they just keep getting Star Wars early, it jerks. Oh, that's just what it is. Movies and stuff. Yeah, you always get your, uh, your, your MCUs and your Star Wars first and stuff like that. But uh, You're the reason I have to avoid social media for like a week whenever a new Star Wars movie comes out. That's right. Damn you, UK! UK um, and others. Yeah, there. fun fact. This is exactly when I started listening to The Instance. was the first time this happened. Oh, wait. Uh, the Encourage Gates oh, opening was your first? Wow. Yep. I think we yep. need, it's so ancient, I think we might need to explain what it is. Uh, we probably do. So we, um, here's Blizzard's explanation, and uh, it, it it matches what I remember of in about 2007, was it? Yeah, it was 07. I think Andrew was still here with me on the show, Andrew Kanetsky. Oh, he was. I think it was like episode 14 or something yeah, insane. That's weird. Anyway, wow. uh, it says here, we're putting the finishing touches on the next patch for WoW Classic version 1.1315, or sorry, 1.135.5. But I don't know that. I can't talk either. Patrick Ch uh, sent it to me. Uh, it's going to go live in July with that patch. We'll be ready to unlock the content we've been testing on the PTR. The Encourage content will unlock with the weekly raid reset on July 28th for all realms in the region. At that time, players can begin the quest chain to craft a scepter of the shifting sands, and players can in turn, or sorry, can turn in gathered resources in advance of the Encourage War effort. Uh, once both these activities are completed on a given realm, the gates will be available to be opened for that realm and let the party ensue. So I bet people are excited about this because I remember the opening of the original gates of Encourage being a huge mess and a lag fest and a server crash nightmare for quite a bit of time um, until things sort of settled down with how many players are trying to do all these things at once. I would think and hope that they're ready this time with, I don't know, a better back end to handle it, uh, but also retain the experience of it being a vanilla experience. Uh, it seems difficult. It's not, the problem is uh, it's about server uh, structure mm -hmm. or design and it's difficult to have both a faithful uh, server design from back in the day, meaning WoW Classic type, and something that can handle uh, the incredible influx of... Because I, you, you explained the process, you didn't explain what happens right. once that process is completed. Um, so for those who don't know, the Gates of Encourage are a place in World of Warcraft, which has giant gates, which only open once in the history of the game so until now until classic uh, happened it had only happened once in 2007 and that was it 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 uh, involved a giant quest chain and only one person uh, one guild could you know do all the things required to get the key and one person one individual specific person could go and open those gates. So they had to go there, have the key in their inventory, I guess. I don't remember exactly how it worked. Walk to the gates and open them. Mm -hmm. And that meant that essentially the entire server was gathered in that zone, in that place. Uh, and I was there. Uh, I guess, you know, not a lot of people actually were at the opening of the gates of Encourage on, on, uh, in the... Popul current population of 
wow. Mm -hmm. um, I was there and it was, as Scott described, a complete mess. I was going to use harsher words <laughs> because you had the whole population of the server connected at the same time yeah. in that one zone. And so your computer couldn't render anything. The server couldn't handle all of the people. Um, I, I, I guess it might be designed better now. Um, One would hope so, I'd right? Be surprised like, if it's also yeah, I, I'd be surprised if they were setting themselves up for another mess like that, unless it's, unless that's what players want. But I remember gnashing of teeth. It's a pretty angry people uh, at the time who just could not play the game. And I remember trying to be involved with when our server's gates opened and just had such a terrible time. I gave up and said, I'll, I'll learn about it later. I'll just hear how it went. And you got to remember, this is back when, I mean, YouTube existed, but not in the way it does now. Nobody was doing big video walkthroughs of content like this. And so a lot of this you had to get through other sources or find out yeah. just kind of word of mouth later or whatever. But it was a big it's deal. Out of, out of all of the things of ancient times in WoW and, you know, the the community focus that has been lost by the arcadification of the game, um, I think many of them I often consider to be bonuses and plus, and I don't miss uh, much of the forced socialization of the game, like having yeah. to look for a group to do a uh, dungeon and things like that, and that taking a couple of hours. Um, but of course, in the middle of all of this, there are events that will forever stay with me and the opening of the gates of encourage is one of those it's something that i lived through virtually but that had real significance and that created a shared social experience that is unforgettable and that's something that is very difficult to create now because they don't want to make it into one single point that the whole server has to gather to so you have the launch of the of the new expansion and you have events, but everyone can participate in them. It's over a few weeks, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But uh, it's different. Chat room reminds me too that there was a point where, um, let's see who's saying this. Professor WC says they had to close it down to a bug because some people couldn't turn their stuff in. And so they reset it at one point. I remember that being a big deal. A bunch of people were mad about that at the time. Uh, but it is kind of unparalleled in the history of the game in terms of an event like this. It was a process that required the cooperation of hundreds of players from every race and faction. It required monsters and quests and stuff from all over the map. So it wasn't like I mean, this. Most of it was turning it trade goods. Right. Most of it was, most of it was that. Your You're right. <laughs> You're right. But and, this and idea. We loved it, Patrick. We loved yeah, it. Oh, I we say did. we. I was like level 18 and leveling slower <laughs> than dirt because I had no idea how to play the game. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we really should make a, a bingo card that we dish out to our listeners for any time Classic comes up because one of the spots would definitely be uh, anytime we talk about Classic, mentioning that uh, the desire to keep a uh, true to the original server experience uh, is a hard fight with the realities <laughs> of how this game exists. Yeah. Like, I feel like that comes up every single time we talk about Classic. Uh, it's because it's, it, that is such a, a major core challenge, I think, of, yeah. of the classic experience. Well, you know, and I know that team wants players to feel, at the, at the very least, feel like they're having 100% of vanilla experience. But my guess is if this goes off without a, without a hitch, and it may not, it may be a problem. I don't know. But if it does, it'll be because they're better prepared now because 
there is better tech underlying everything that doesn't interfere with the vanilla-ness of it. Um, also, the computers on the other end are all rendering things way better than they would have for us in 2007. So you're all, you all got better video cards. You all have better CPUs now. You've all got more RAM. So you're going to experience this in a way that's less of a slideshow no matter what. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely dusting off my Intel Core 2 Duo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we'd have had around then? Yeah, it would have been. Core 2 uh, Duos. I think I got an I, Intel Core 2 Duo at the end of BC. Yeah, that sounds right. I think that's when I got that. That's about then. Yeah. What, Patrick, you were going to say? Um, For people who have not lived through that incredible <laughs> event, I would say it is worth going to a classic server, even if you're not interested in classic otherwise, uh, leveling a character to the point where you can travel to Encourage, um, to Silithus, which is the zone where it happens, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and being there for it. Yeah. I think it's definitely worth it. Maybe it's, I don't know, I'm guessing 10, 15 levels. Can I, I, I find out? But uh, at 10, 15 levels, by the way, in classic, it means probably three months. So yeah. get I mean, started if I, now. If I'm remembering correctly, I think you just corpse run it at level one if you really wanted to. Could you? Okay. Yeah. So, but just, just do it. It is, again, something, yeah, it's not the real one. Uh, us old timers are cooler <laughs> because we live through the real one. <laughs> But still, I think you, you'll enjoy uh, being able to say that you've seen it because I don't think they're going to be doing this every, maybe every 10 years or well, something. Well, even then, like the game has never attempted something like this since either. So even in modern era, wow, they, they still have not gone back to something quite this momentous. So, no, no. Yeah. I mean, Wrathgate was similar because it was removed, but. It was still a. It was in the game for so long. Yeah. Plus, it was instant all hell and back. One and done event like like the gates of AQ. Yeah. So. Plus, at the time, you know, at that point, Wrath of Lich King was all about instancing experience, and you know, the idea that you could come upon the Wrathgate experience without all the wailing and the fires already happening. Experience it, see the cinematic, experience the storyline and the quest leading to it. And then leave, and then from then on, that place was just on fire and in post Wrathgate mode. And it was interesting yeah. for the game to have this new type of story development and your quest, what you were doing in the game, to affect the world after you had done it. Uh, but it wasn't a communal event. The yeah. the big strength of the Gates of Ankaraj is that everyone on your server is there at the same time and hanging out. And yeah. that's something that old school RPGs, MMORPGs did very well. WoW had relatively little of it, but that was a, an example of yeah. uh, it happening. Definitely banged up against the efficiency of better technology. I would actually say that um, there's never been a better time than now. So Patrick's like, yeah, maybe try to get on a server and go see it. And you could do that. You could corpse run a level one nothing if you wanted to. You could go through all kinds of hoops. But we also live in 2020. You could watch uh, half a dozen streamers on the day it happens live, see what happens and catch it that way. So you might be able to do that as well. Uh, That's true. But then if you do that, you can go watch a YouTube video. It kind of removes your, you from the, the thing. I understand it's not, everyone's going to do it, but right. I don't know. I, I mean, I, there is there. yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Um, I mean, do any of the, uh, are any, is anyone in this room <laughs> wanting to go do this when it, when it happens live? Oh God, no, I've done it already. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> 
not doing it again. It's fine. I think I'm just gonna uh, continue not playing WoW Classic so that I can uh, end end its reign the same way I ended original Vanilla, which was not hitting max level and not actually seeing the gates of Ankaraj open with my own eyes, but hearing about it on a on a podcast where two dorks <laughs> talk about World of Warcraft. Gosh, that's, that's what I'm gonna do. You brought us full circle. Well done. Um, I'm excited for classical players. I think it's cool. I'm not going to go be there live, but I might watch a live stream or something just to, I don't know, bring me back a little. My my, my classic experience has been weirdly accurate to my original vanilla experience, except I, I need to level up and talent my pet this time around. Oh, I see. Some of those things, you know, they get past you the first time through. I get it. Um, all right. Well, that's what's going on with that. So classic people rejoice. All right. Duncan Jones spent some time on Twitter discussing what could have been with the Warcraft movie, quote-unquote, franchise that never happened. We got one movie, 2016's Warcraft. And, uh, you know, your mileage may vary. <laughs> I had fun, but it's not a great movie. Um, it's it's a, a case of too many cooks in the kitchen, probably, and a studio wanting to go one way, and Blizzard trying to go another way, and a director trying to go a third way, and didn't really work out. There are no other movies planned. But this exchange on Twitter I thought was interesting. Duncan Jones talked about uh, this with a bunch of people on Twitter, and here's what he said. Uh, the tweet originally came this way. Uh, now watching Warcraft, the beginning, Man Made Moon, man, that's his name on Twitter, made a terrific fantasy film, and Universal Pictures and Blizzard Entertainment should let him continue the story. He wrote, thank you, Kevin. We've done the hard work. It's a pity we couldn't build on that. The tweet said then, uh, can I ask, uh, had you planned out the story for a trilogy of films or more perhaps? Duncan Jones then said, and this is the first time we've heard confirmation of this from anyone involved in the production, three films were planned. Part two would have been Goel slash Thrall as a young orc slave to Blackmore's gladiator gladiator camp. Uh, Here he meets and befriends a Tauron who tells him about another land to the west where his people can come from or where his people come from and where he might find allies and maybe a new home. So some origin Thrall business. Uh, He also then says three uh, the gathering horde army and freeing of orcs around the Eastern kingdom before a dangerous trip across the sea to Kalimdor and a founding of the first Azerothian city of, uh, Orgrimmar. Basically the trilogy was the fulfilling of Duratan's promise to give the people a new home. Um, the twit, uh, is, is go he, ahead. Is he saying that uh, you said it was planned? Uh, my understanding, maybe I misread his tweets was that that's the ideas he had. It's not like they started pre-production on it. Right, right, right. None of this is pre-production. Exactly. That, none, okay. none of it got that far. I think it, all of it hinged on the success of the first film, which did okay, certainly internationally, did uh, pretty well or did enough to make their money back, but not near enough domestically. And so that's what kiboshed everything yeah. else. But this is what so they wanted what to do. So that's what he would have liked to do uh, had yeah. it been possible. Yeah, so basically what it sounds like to me is he was willing, or they were... Had had things gone the way they wanted, they would have built out the story of Warcraft from the Duratan beginnings. It's a very orc-based story here, Garrett. I'm sure you love that. But anyway, very or- yeah. the very orky beginnings to the very orky endings that we find uh, maybe post-Arthas or something. But in theory, had this been successful, you could have had a whole series of films carry all the way up um, and jump around with those generations. I. I, I mean, I would have really liked to have seen that. I still would like to see it. And maybe there's a future where this happens, or maybe there's a serialized Netflix opportunity in the future. I, I, I'd never say never, but I think the Duncan Jones plan is, well, like he says, it's not happening. Bummer. I mean, yeah, there's definitely it, possibilities for everything to happen. Netflix might be one. Warcraft is still an immensely 
popular franchise. It's, you know, the fact that one movie didn't do as well. And by the way, the movie did a lot of money. It made a lot mm -hmm. of money. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, it made a lot of money on the Chinese market and yeah. was poorly received everywhere else. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So at yeah. that point, you're like, well, why we make, we may as well make a Chinese language Warcraft film and just release it in China. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know how those deals work, but um, it was so successful in China and it's how they were able to make their money and then some back. Had it just been reliant on US or UK box office, they were, they were screwed. Like it was abysmal over here. And I'm not going to sit here and say that was a great movie. It wasn't. Okay. I know it wasn't. Most people know it wasn't. It's a good time, and you can see bits and pieces of uh, what could have been cool. And I still say the orc stuff was pretty pretty awesome in it. But they got the human end kind of all wrong. The effects were not great. I don't know. There's just that thing has problems. It, it, they were like specific effects that weren't great because the orcs were so good. Yeah, they like, were they good. They were so well realized. Mm -hmm. Um it's I don't know I don't want to I don't want to retread it I've I, we've talked on here before about how it's yeah. a, a very it's a flawed film um, and we've also had pretty long discussions about how it's probably not the best story to tell um, yeah. I mean and 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 I I am aware I'm blindingly aware of of my self proclaimed bias against orcs <laughs> on this show yeah um, but it's 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 again it's it's very it's kind of like starting with the prequels. And it's like we're we're following Thrall, and it's like I know, and, and I'm not trying to come down on you if you're a giant Thrall fan, but it's like you know the Star Wars prequels. You're you're, you're leading to the build up of Vader. I don't think Thrall is as interesting a character as Vader, or maybe Superman is a better analogy because it's kind of what Thrall ends up being. He's kind of, and it's just like well, he's kind I, of Moses. I, I would right? rather see him just be Superman. I don't really care about how he got there. Yeah, he's basically Moses, is what it all boils down to. He's taking. Yeah, his, there's a lot of allegories yeah. that you could draw from. I he's mean, freeing he's his people. Down a river in a basket, but sure, he's freeing his. Oh yeah, <laughs> forgot about the basket. Thralls in a basket. Literally goes down a river in a basket. <laughs> I forgot they did that. Is that in the game yeah. anywhere? Or is that just in the movie? Is that just a movie I thing? I believe that's in both. Uh, don't Oof. quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure it's in both. Oh, I don't. I don't, yeah, I didn't love that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't come on. I didn't come on board until Warcraft Three. So, so Thrall was already Thrall when I. When right, I, I kind of would have preferred them being Thrall as Thrall, Arthas as Arthas. Let's go and start there. I think they would have had more success. Honestly, I don't think they had to dip yeah, so right. far back. You know, I'm really on board for our. Pa I, I think it was. I think we've had past discussions about how a series set in the Warcraft universe would be. Yeah, great. And even if it, you didn't go for a mainline story, like all original characters tell an original story just within the, you know, within Azeroth. Yeah, do as, you know, do what I believe the plan is with that Amazon Prime Lord of the Rings series. It's, yeah. it's just set yeah, in exactly. that world. They're I, not I, retelling I would, it. They're just going to tell us a new story, which is great. I hope. Yeah, like 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 get away from all of the expectations of a sta of of established lore. Use them as like this tentpole of like these are historical events, and now we're going to throw original characters in here that are just trying to survive. Yep, yep. Hey, to Pat, be honest, I yeah. think that would be really interesting, but I also think that maybe especially for a movie, and that might be why I'm a little bit less enthusiastic about Duncan Jones's. Uh, plans because it's essentially as you guys are saying it's the prequel which you really care about only if you've seen the main uh events kind of and i'm not sure why everyone is staying away from the greatest 
story of World of Warcraft, which is, uh, you know, Warcraft 3, sure. Arthas and all of that arc. Why would you... It's like doing the side thing in Lord of the Rings without having done Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, you have the material. You have the awesome story. Yeah. Why do you not... Especially for a big-budget movie. That's what you want to do at least part it is of it. yeah it's... yeah and i'm trying not, i'm trying not to like hammer it too much because i'm such a freaking fanboy and everyone's just gonna be like of course <laughs> that's what you want garrett but i i do truly believe like even even removed from how bored i was in draenor because it was too one note orky and what an arthas fanboy i am it's like that is to me i truly do believe that is the big blockbuster arc in yeah. the warcraft yeah. universe yeah it is and it, but it also involved everybody. So you were gonna, you were gonna get plenty of work. You were gonna get plenty of human. You were gonna get plenty yeah. of undead. You were gonna get plenty of all the things, the forsaken. You were gonna get everything you needed and wanted, because maybe, that's what three was. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. It's just like, damn, we're, we're gonna need too many different unique models yeah. and CG and costumes and yeah, it's a good point. And yeah, the, undead I mean, who, 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 a, the undead might have been an issue for China, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, there's the whole thing there. Yeah. Um, but out of all of those, you know, there are there are a few. I think there are many excellent storylines in the WoW, uh, in the Warcraft universe. There are really a, a number that could make for a great movie. Um, but the Arthas one pro even provides with incredible, incredible cinematic moments. That that Arthas's return and his killing of King Ternus, his father is a chilling moment in like you can absolutely see how it would be a powerful emotional uh, uh moment in a movie which is so sad that you wouldn't take advantage of this yeah, like, yeah i mean it, i think mm -hmm. it, i i don't i don't i don't know what do you, you guys think the uh the book reading audience of game of thrones pre game of thrones is larger or smaller than the warcraft 3 audience oh uh, interesting interesting oh so, i think it's smaller are you kidding me it well, was okay. very popular well, this, this yeah. is what i'm this is what i'm trying to i'm trying mm. to get at is like yeah we we're really close to it so we would know it was coming but i didn't <laughs> read game of thrones before i watched season mm. one and the these penultimate episode of season one completely floored me mm. yeah yeah uh, yeah but i think it would it would still work on a majority if it was something that like game of thrones oh, oh yeah would popularize the well, that, you know, that's kind of that's what I'm getting at is if you really right, right. nailed setting mm. teeing up Arthas as a hero, and then you just pull the rug out from the audience the same way you've set up a certain character to clearly be the main character. This is our hero. This is who we're rooting for, right. and uh, and then pull the rug out from under that narrative. Mm -hmm. um, it would be effective. Yeah, I agree. I think the mistake there was a mistake there. He also uh, went on those tweets to say, um. Let's see. It says, truly great. Sounds epic. A shame we won't see them. He says, yeah, I wish it could have been something special. Then they followed up and says, do you think some sort of sequel to your movie will ever be made? Shame that you won't con uh, continue this marvelous vision within the Warcraft universe. This guy was very crazy. Duncan Jones says, I have no idea. And no one I worked with on the film even works at Blizzard anymore. I thought that was a <laughs> telling thing. Because that's true. Chris is gone. Uh, well, Rob Pardo. Sorry, the big one. The big one was Chris, and we were all very aware that he's not at Blizzard anymore. Yeah, Chris is a big one. So you got Metz Nata there. Rob Pardo was sort of executive producer dude in charge of like making that all happen. Uh, who, who else? Oh, uh, uh, Mickey Nelson's gone. Like all the all of those story guys that it would have been um, 
you know, all up in front of this thing and part of the the planning and the the writing and everything. They're just not there. So, yeah, I think Duncan Jones is not going to make any sequels to the Warcraft movies. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think that's a that's a foregone conclusion. Uh, he said at the end, <clears throat> despite all of what happened, I'm glad it was made and I've seen it. I like the details and the fun things that were there as well. Plus, it became one of the highest grossing video game movies worldwide, even though some expected more from it. And Duncan Jones says it is the highest grossing worldwide game movie ever made. So it cool. does have that title. It's made more money than any video game movie has ever made. That's something. Which is really just a shame because the live action Super Mario Brothers movie is a classic and I, I <laughs> will not be convinced otherwise. It's a fair point. Uh. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this in conclusion uh-huh. about this whole thing. Um, anyone who is listening to us now should who hasn't seen the movie I'm going to name now should go and watch it. Moon by Duncan Jones is an awesome Oh, it's incredible. You see. It's incredible. It incredible. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Also, his other one, the one on the train's real good. Uh, uh, I forgot the oh, name the, of it. The, the code thing, the, the matrix. Yeah, the matrixy Cody thing yeah. where time keeps spinning yeah. backwards. Uh, and then what's the other one? He did another thing that I really like. Oh, mute. I didn't see it actually. The, the, reviews were oh, not great but yeah. moon yeah moon's amazing but garrett was raising his hand Let's go ahead garrett. i haven't i haven't seen it and it is it is on my list my honest to god list of shame because i'm such a, a sam rockwell fan oh you'd love this movie yeah. dude oh it's I, it's, it's really, just, I mean, it, let's it, not it's just one of those ones that has escaped me if you even have mm. a passing a passing admiration for sam rockwell's acting that movie's a must see i i'm I'm, the, the older I get, the more I realize that I am a diehard Sam Rockwell fan. He's great. <laughs> He's great. There's nothing wrong with him. Actually, I think it's streaming now, too. Let's see. I'm just going to confirm this. this is good podcasting content. Moon. Oh, it's great. Fifth. Everyone tunes in to listen to us Google. Yep, for sure. Oh, uh, <laughs> no longer streaming, but is uh, was on Netflix not long ago. We watched it for Film Sack, but it's rentable oh, everywhere. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure I could get it for a reasonable price. I think that you can. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We also have a new date for the Shadowlands update. This is kind of a big deal. This is the one that got pushed off the early weeks of this month due to uh, yeah, that first week of protests. Pushed. Sorry, go ahead. This has been pushed quite a bit. Oh, yeah, quite a bit. I thought, it was, I, expected. I thought it was going to be a couple of weeks at the most and ended up being a full month of delay. And again, it was at the time due to the protests and they didn't feel like it was time to do this in the middle of all that. Things were just popping off that week. So now the live stream will happen on July 8th. That's at 9 a.m. Pacific time, uh, and they're going to do it then. Uh, executive producer John Hyde and game director Ian Ozacostas will be on screen. They'll show more about the upcoming expansion, give you a look at some of the latest content now in development. Again, that is uh, July 8th, 9 a.m. in the morning. That's, jeez, uh, what is that? Eastern, that's 9, 10, 11, 12 Eastern, noon Eastern. Noon. Yeah, <laughs> it took me a second. You know, have to count these things out in your head sometimes. Um, anyway, it'll be on the World of Warcraft Twitch and the YouTube channel, which I thought was interesting. I thought they had an exclusive deal with YouTube, but I guess not. It's and, for esports. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's an esports exclusivity, isn't it? Good point. Uh, we look forward to showing you more of what's coming in Shadowlands. We hope to see you then, they say. Now, I'm going to make the... Uh, I'm going to float. I'm going to float an opinion here. I think they're way underplaying this this uh, showcase, whatever they're going to show. 
either because an opinion or or a theory. Or well, a, a theory. It's a hypothesis. Not not quite a theory. Not quite a law. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think that they are underplaying it for one of two possible reasons. Because it's all very vanilla here. What they're saying. Um, pretty generic stuff. Either they've got really cool stuff to show, and so they're under hyping and will over deliver, or they really don't have much to show. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I'm a little worried it's about that one. Or the either or the other, Scott. <laughs> I'm just worried about it being the second one. I don't want it to be that. I want it to be the first one. I want to get hyped about the Warcraft expansion, like hard. And I already kind of am, but I want to be more than I usually I am every time. So let's this time I want to be more hyped. And I want it to be rad, whatever they're going to show us. But it's all really, you know, the language of this is just, we will share more about the expansion. Check it out with these two guys you know. They'll say stuff about Shadowlands. Hope to see you then. Like, it's just not super exciting. It is. Have they ever done anything like this? Like, we're supposed to know all the features of Shadowlands. And I don't know that there is much left mm. to to reveal. So... Either let's maybe not, you know, maybe it's not going to be uh, uh, earth shattering news, but do they have something new to show something we don't know about? Yeah. That would be interesting, even if it's not something incredible. Or is it just going to be, hey, so this is Bastion and this is Ravendreth and here's a creature model um, and <laughs> here's how the tower is going to work which you already know, mm -hmm. you know, I'm wondering why they're even doing this. If they don't have anything new to say, it feels a little bit weird. Yeah. So I um, hope you're right. That's what I hope is that they, they're going to show something because the way they talk about it doesn't sound like they're real stoked, but on the other hand, maybe they'll <laughs> blow our minds and we'll be like, Whoa, you're really going to let us do that. That's great. I, I don't know what that would even be. So that's the thing is I can't, yeah. I also can't think of what they could show. Other than maybe a new feature, maybe a new something. Yeah. I don't. I don't even want to speculate. Like a new race, or I'll take yeah, anything. Along that, that's kind of where my brain is at. Is like if it's not a, it's not a race. Is something along that line of like this additional layer of you know a feature of thing you can unlock. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe even like I hesitate to say roadmap, but. Could be. They've done it in the past. Maybe a date. Maybe we we get a bit of an idea. Well, I think it. I think everyone's thinking we're going to finally get a release date. But um, I, I I mean it's still up in the air. Um, well, you know it'll it'll, it'll land right where we all think it will be. It'll all be like you know November or maybe I don't know. I don't think it'd be any earlier than that. But maybe maybe we'll get a great release date and they'll go and it's coming out August fifteenth and we'll all lose our minds. They should treat it like a Hearthstone card reveal like a big one at the end where they're just like, and here's all of the, the new race customization features. We're literally going to show all of them yeah. and just rapid fire. Mm. Seems unlikely. Earring one for trolls, earring two for trolls. Oh man. That, that's going deep. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of how you would, how you would fill time if you didn't have a lot to reveal, but Do I would we know how long it's going to be an hour, I believe. But I'm not actually. I may be making that up because I don't see anything here about time. I don't see anything about runtime in here. But I would, I would say that's a safe bet. Yeah, 45 minutes an hour. I'll bet you. I could be wrong. It's not going to go longer than that. Kilmer <laughs> knocking the chat room says, "Treat it like a Hearthstone reveal and drop the content three days after the stream." <laughs> that ain't going to happen. <laughs> no, but I like the thinking there. That'd be cool. 
Can you imagine? Oh my God. They come out on stage and they're like, listen, um, Oh my God. So we got really bored because of quarantine and we got a lot more work done (laughs) a lot quicker than we expected. Yeah. And, uh, so Shadowlands is out. Yep. Install it (laughs) now. Go your game right now. Yep. And, uh, enjoy everybody. Yeah. Have fun. It's also part of our streaming service. All these other predictions we've made, it's all there. (laughs) Yeah. That isn't going to happen. Part of the streaming service. Yeah. All of it's there now, finally. But no, we'll find out next week. So it's the 8th. It's Wednesday. And, uh, Get so your, are we skipping a, the show next week or are we going to like do a late show next week? <laughs> That's a good point. I kind of, what's the point of doing a Tuesday show if we can't talk about this? It's going to be, I feel like it's going it, to, the, the, the tide is rolling out. There's, there's going to be some fish on the beach and that's it we're until gonna, Wednesday next we're week. We're going to have to think about that. Okay. Well, uh, we'll talk about that off air, but that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. All right. One final note about Warcraft, uh, small world. Uh, you may have heard of that board game before. You go to any kind of board game store and you're like, oh, what's Small World? There's a very popular series of games based on something called Small World. Well, there's now a Small World colon World of Warcraft. It's a board game. You no, can pre-order I think it now. I think it's Small World of Warcraft. Oh, I thought they... Oh, are you are you sure? Let's see. I think so. It makes more sense. I want it to be that. Small, so, well, oh, you know what? You're totally right. Together with no colon. You're totally right. Forget the colon. Throw the colon out. <laughs> It's small world of Warcraft. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't careful. forget the colon. Get screened regularly. Yeah, always get your uh, colon screened. Really, for real. Continuing. Uh, a new day dawns on Azeroth. A day like everyone before it and everyone after. A day of merciless struggle for the control of World of Warcraft. Not only is this small world territory far too tight for everyone, it also hosts a never-ending conflict between the factions of the Alliance and Horde. Dawn has broken, and the time has come to take your place on the front lines. So if you've made uh, or spent any time with Small World, you kind of know what you're going to get mechanically. But yeah, there's a World of Warcraft themed uh, Small World game coming from Days of Wonder. They're the publisher. You can pre-order it now. See how much this is. Uh, I forgot to write that down. It is a total of $59.99 and is in stock now. The art is great. It's, it reminds me of Hearthstone, is, something hearthstone does. A little bit. It's even more like kind of, you know, cartoony, a little, you know, younger at heart. Yeah. Um, uh, it's the, the box art is fantastic. It's pretty I, good. Uh, yeah. I mean, are you tempted? Do you want to get this? Do you want to play this? Like, uh, No, this is not in my wheelhouse at all. But not really. I love the art. Yeah, the art's like really good. Look, if they want to send us uh, demo units, you know, review units, we'd take them. We wouldn't turn them down. But uh, Yes, after I just said it's not my thing at all. I'm sure they're totally <laughs> they're like, stoked. They're like, hey, who would we rather have test this? Someone who loves our games or this Garrett guy? Who- I, I would also like to point out I have been a graphic designer on multiple games, and some of those I have never even opened my, my copy they sent me. Oh, my gosh. This saddens me. <laughs> Uh, there's a trailer too, guys, so you can go see that if you want to see it. But anyway, I always kind of like this stuff when they do these sort of things. I bought the Monopoly game and the, you know, what do you call it? The Trivial Pursuit game. And I'll, I'd like when they do this sort of dumb crossover. So enjoy that. Okay, now this. Time to talk about what's going on in the rest of Blizzard uh, or around the rest of Blizzard. Hearthstone report from Garrett, please. What's going on? Beep, 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 beep. It's quiet. Yeah. Because everything's it's, out. They put it all out last week. It's it's quiet. We are going into July. We usually hear about a new expansion in July. 
Okay, so all and quiet. Actually, sometimes a new expansion. But let me. I think a new expansion usually come out in July because it's always terrible timing for me because that's when I usually actually take a vacation. And July is your month, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like August. Um, I don't know why. August is on normal years anyway. That's the time of year I like to go somewhere. Uh, that's when I like games to come out. That's, mm. Well, you may get your wish. If... I like it. So last year, Savers of Oldham released in August, mm. but it was announced in July. Okay. So, so probably something coming. Watch for that. Heroes of the Storm. May is really great. I think she's great. Great addition to the game. Well done, Heroes of the Storm. I don't think she's broken either. I think she's fine. She's tanky as hell. She's great. May. She's a little, little strong. Yeah. Uh, but there, there, there's just, just, just draft the dive comp, move past her, kill everybody past the May, just ignore the May. Yeah. But she's great. And May, so May has, I think, successfully, honestly, I would argue this is true of every Overwatch character to make their way to Heroes of the Storm. She has made her way over there just fine. They fit right yeah, in. Yeah. I, I think she's the most unique. In, it, like compared to her Overwatch counterpart, mm-hmm. she doesn't feel as as May like. Whereas yeah. whereas Lucio and Tracer and and Zarya uh, feel very much like like their Overwatch like versions. Mm-hmm. Um, but but May is pretty unique and yet still feels like May. Yep. Um, I I've, I've been lavishing May with with praise, saying that I I really like her because she feels like an old school hero's design. She feels like a like her kit feels like it could have existed in the tech alpha oh interesting yeah that's true i guess um which i really like because i i'm i'm an old man on my front porch when it comes to heroes of the storm i think of these these new flashy heroes with their movement ability or being able to fly into the sky like deathwing it's all it's all bells and whistles to me i'm give me some stutter stepping and a nice slide interrupt and that kind of stuff. you don't that's want no candy you want meat and potatoes damn it Exactly. That's, yeah, that's what Back you're in my day, we stutter-stepped, and we used Q, and that's, we used W, and we used Z, and if you got caught out, you died. You didn't get to jump over a wall like Genji. Yep, sometimes you'd use R, but very infrequently. Yeah, sometimes you would use R, but depending on the cooldown, you may not get to use it again for a long time. Yeah, and if you're uh, certain characters, you got to get that D. All right, what else? Um, oh, happy uh, 25 May years. <laughs> happy 20. Yeah, she is. Happy 25-year anniversary to Diablo 2. Uh, I kind of thought they'd use the day of the uh, thing to be to announce a remaster, and they didn't. So if you're still thinking that's a thing we're going to get, either announced this year or not, uh, hasn't happened yet. But happy 25 years to uh, my so Blizzard 20, game. That was 20, my... 20 years. What I say, 25? 25. Oh, it's because I wrote 25. I meant 20. Happy 20 years to Diablo 2. I, I will mention one thing. 25. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even include in the notes the uh, quarterly update on Diablo 4 which is kind of a blog post uh, which didn't make a lot of noise which for some reason made me I don't want to say re-examine but you know but consider my excitement for Diablo 4 and I have to say, I'm a little bit getting into... Maybe it's because we haven't had a lot of content and we don't... It, there's nothing to get excited about. Mm. But it's kind of... I, I'm wondering how much of it was that we wanted it to be announced and have the, the, the excitement when it was announced. But it's really a Diablo 3. 
you know, an improved Diablo 3. Interesting. Um, hmm. I don't know. I, I, the fact that there was a massive blog with information about Diablo 4, which we've been starved for. There has been one of those before, I think. Yeah. And it kind of no one's been talking about it. Made me think, huh, that's... You know Interesting. what? I, I, will, I will say this as someone who is extremely excited for anything Diablo related. I think they are getting to a point, action RPGs in general, that are that use the Diablo template. We are getting to a point of diminished returns. I don't know what more you can do with an isometric hack and slash, get lots of loot, level up, do crazy things with big mobs of characters game anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you could argue, I know there are arguments that there are things that Path of Exile is doing that's super innovative for its time, sure. But at the end of the day, the core experience, which is little dude, run around, do the things. I don't know how much more we, we advance past that. So there may be a little of that going on. And I don't blame you for, for feeling it. I get it. I totally get it. Um, where they're going to innovate here, to me, it looks like so far, is mostly in the aesthetic category. Like, stuff looks like crazy good. And the you know characters emerging out of the stones in kind of a up close sort of cinematic way, and then having that seamlessly back out. And now you're in the world fighting, like that just shows how much the fidelity has come, or how far it's come in, in the last six years, seven years, whatever it's been. Um, so I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think you're wrong, but I but I hold out hope that no matter what, even if even if you can't maintain the, the hype level for it, it will probably be the best one of these there is when it happens it just may not be yeah, able to break and, and out think, what it is you know like it can't break out of those chains of what it is yeah i agree and, and and i think it's one of those things where you have to play it to really get into it mm -hmm. and i have spent many hundreds of hours in diablo 3 um so i definitely understand the potential for it i guess i i don't think i'm wrong for not being excited now but I would like, uh, I, I'm hoping that they can drum up the excitement again uh, at some point, which, you know, maybe it's just that the game is so far off. They just, they're not pushing it so much. I want another so, cinematic. We'll That's what I want. Mm. I, I can tell you, though. Yeah. Yes, yeah, cinematics would be good. Mm. But once the beta starts or alpha or whatever, uh, I will sell members of my family to be into that baby. Wait, who's so going I guess first? I am being a little bit. You only have out. two to choose from. What? What? That's, that is a dangerous thing to say. Yeah. Extended, extended family. Oh, okay. Some okay. Cousin, I'm, I'm, really okay hold on. I need to earmark this so that uh, when your son is older, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send this to him. Yeah. Good idea. No, do like and a just, cousin I, or a, a dirty uncle or something like that. Sell one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some some extended extended family, yeah, not, not the immediate family. Yeah, unless it? you know they give me really early access. Then, yeah, I mean what I'm saying is Blizzard, call me, we can talk. Yeah, but Patrick's flexible, is what he's saying. I I mm -hmm. really uh, I really fell in love with Diablo three. I would play the living crap out of new Diablo, uh, but at the same time. I think we talked. I, I think I mentioned this the last time they did one of these updates, which is these these blog posts by them feel very old school Blizzard. Mm. I remember reading mm. StarCraft II updates like this years before yeah. StarCraft II actually yeah. released. Good comparison. Yeah. And 
you know, we've spent so much time in the last year, especially talking about how much Blizzard has changed and, and yet Diablo 4 and what looks to be a very long wait feels extremely old school Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but my... It, it's conservative. But like, on a, on a personal note, my, my personal feelings towards Blizzard uh, are not old school. They've changed a lot. They're not the infallible kind of uh, shining example of what a game studio can be to me that they used to be mm-hmm. so i don't i don't really drool over these sorts of updates the way i used to yeah it's not the same for me either but I, i'm yeah i've kind of sorted diablo 4 away into when i can play it i will care yeah i just want to sink my axe into demons and i'll care the day yeah. i can do that that's yeah. a good way yeah. of putting or, it. or they're gonna announce paladin and i'm gonna lose my mind but also this is interesting real quick uh in overwatch not news but a clarification to what we talked about about hero pool stuff we apparently didn't know we were talking about so keaton wrote in says hey instance gang this is keaton you folks didn't know much about removal of hero pools last week so i figured i would ride in with it close as to a tldr as possible the system was essentially a ban system where four heroes were banned from competitive play for a week at a time hero pools were implemented back in january of 2020 as a way to combat the meta game from becoming stagnant stagnant boring meta was a common complaint throughout 2019 all right fair enough next up Hero pools were initially met with support and positivity, but over time they lost their flavor or favor rather and went through several changes. Maybe their flavor too. I don't know. Uh, namely now heroes were picked to be banned, uh, uh, was a constant source of controversy that never quite found a solution. Most people agreed upon that, The consistently, uh, changing metagame at that level of play reportedly caused a fairly extreme increase in pressure and burnout for overwatch league players and staff members. They needed to always be ready for for drastic week-by-week changes. To use a real sports example, it would be like if you were an American football team and had to be prepared for weeks where your star quarterback was the best running back and was suddenly and randomly banned from the NFL. So that makes sense. I get it. For now, hero pools are going away, but they also will be reworked and come back in a different fashion at another time. The Overwatch development team has implemented an experimental card that tries, um, tries out aggressive balance changes to the game live. These changes are coming at a pretty quick pace, which has solved a lot of the original stagnant meta complaints. As a 2019 overpants competitor, I am just a hair away from an Overwatch League career. I've got my finger on the pulse of all competitive Overwatch, so just let me know if you have other questions, says Keaton. Well, Keaton, uh, that makes sense to me. I get it now. Um, how would it be if if uh, NFL football team had to suddenly ban your best quarterback one week, and then the next week he's back, and the next week you get an average guy, and... I, I totally get it. So, what do you do yeah. when your least favorite NFL team sends their quarterback to your NFL team? <laughs> you, uh, hmm. You, uh, move to Cleveland where your team's never good. Do that. Mm, mm, Sorry, Browns fair. fans, but you guys suck. Sorry. I <sighs> did not understand the past two minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Tom, Tom Brady is sadly in Tampa now. Yeah. He's in Tampa. Oh, that is so terrible. How could they do that? I do know the name Tom Brady, though. Yeah, you've heard of Tom Brady. Uh, Of course you have. Sure you have. Everyone knows Tom Brady. uh, Yes, of course. No, but that's actually true. That's how influential American culture is. I know the name of that American football. He's a quarterback, right? Yeah. I don't even know what a quarterback (laughs) is, but he's like a hero. I know so little about about Um, football but uh, even yes even i know that yes, uh, yes, that's so funny i so, can't believe i'm in a group where i know the most about football because i do i know a lot more <laughs> than either of you all right go ahead patrick what are you gonna to, say to be fair i am french right. um so 
Yeah, th this this was an interesting development. I didn't really mention it, the the banning in Overwatch, because I feel it's very high level slash uh, Overwatch League only thing. But um, we can discuss how banning it works in different games and why it didn't work for some reason here in Overwatch. And that could be discussed for a long time. But what was really interesting to me was the fact that everyone like he touched on it keaton touched on it in his description uh it was a common complaint throughout 2019 the boring uh, meta like that's putting it very mildly mm -hmm. it was people were out of their minds complaining about the fact that the meta the meta only changed every uh you know four or five months when you would add a new character imagine the hearthstone community complaining about the meta two years or three years after launch because I feel like they do that a little bit less now for some reason. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, um, uh, 2018, and... though, was like an excruciatingly stale year in Hearthstone. Yeah. Right. So imagine that. Yeah. And, and, and that was Overwatch. And when there was a thing that shuffled the meta regularly, maybe a little bit too much, I get it. Um, then everyone was like, whoa, slow down. We need the meta to... Like, people realize, I guess, that there is value to the meta being a little bit slower than uh, uh, what they had expected when they wanted the meta to change. Right. So sometimes, you know, it's the, the complaints are not entirely justified. Well, high-level players are people too, so I'm glad they're getting the attention they deserve. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for that and that message. If you want to be like Keaton and send us a message because you have a thought or a feeling or an answer to something we talked about today, theinstance at gmail.com is that email address theinstance at gmail.com or just use the site there's a form right there at theinstance.net thanks to everybody who sends their messages in before we get out of here a quick note that i started for who knows why i've actually been trying to do this for years so i decided to finally do it i pulled the trigger i started a daily quick 10 minute or so wrap up of the biggest gaming headlines of the day it's called frog pants plays daily which you can find at frogpantsplays.com it's on youtube and uh, available now, episode one, talks about putting 200 people in Warzone, which seems crazy to me. Uh, some other stuff, like why did the Super Nintendo world get delayed? And was it just because of the virus, or were other things at play? Also, why did I show a video of cookies being made in high-speed camera? You'll have to find out when you go check out frogpantsplays.com, and uh, let me know your thoughts and feelings on it. There'll be another one up tomorrow, and uh, I'm going to do this little experiment for a while and see how it goes. That's, again, frogpantsplays.com. All right, let's whip it around the corner, the table, however you put it, and find out what everyone else is doing this week. Patrick, anything people can watch or listen to that has your face on it? Uh, sure. I'll just give a, a shout-out to Hondo, the AV guy in the chat room, who says, Patrick, the quarterback is five times as strong as Nickelback. Thank you very much for that uh, explanation. <laughs> nice. That is perfect. Yeah. Um, so what can people do that has my face on it? Yeah. No, that came out wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pixels, Pixels is a podcast about video games. And, uh, I talked about a bunch of stuff on the latest episode. I will very, very soon be doing a full spoiler cast of The Last of Us Part 2, uh, on Pixels. So if you're interested in that, go subscribe in your podcast app that you're using right now to listen to this show. Uh, go to the search field, search for Pixels and subscribe. Nice. And you'll be happy. I think you will be happy. Uh, have you finished it then? Did you finish the whole thing? 
Yeah, yeah. We Ooh, can go. Okay, I got to hear that episode. All right, uh, Garrett, uh, tell people where they can find you right now. Uh, nowhere, because I'm just going to be slamming The Last of Us 2 so I can finish it and listen to that episode, because <laughs> The Last of Us 1 is still one of my favorite games of all freaking time. Yeah. Um, and Last of Us 2 is very good so far. Um, amove.tv for everything. Uh, we're going to be having Slessa join us again on the Angry Chicken tomorrow. If uh, She just won the most points in the Battlegrounds Brawl event. Wow. Uh, she absolutely killed it over there so uh also also she has drastically improved my mmr from the last time she was on the show i listened to some of the tips that she gave and i've i'm up almost a thousand mmr in Hearthstone wow. battlegrounds so Jeez. um you should tune into that into the nexus if you want to learn all about may and the new weather anomaly and here's the storm we've got uh, at least two episodes about that out already and we'll be doing another one this thursday Everything's at amove.tv. Go check it out. Nice. Do that. Do it now. Also, if you want to find more from us, you can find us at theinstance.net. Become a supporting member at theinstance.net. An Instance Plus subscriber. That's what we call you. You get rad stuff every month, including bonus shows, artwork, and other things you can't get any other way. That's theinstance.net for more. Find more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Patrick and Garrett, we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.